Welcome to Cartridge Command, your weekly retro gaming podcast where we discuss and review the classic and not-so-classic games of the 8- and 16-bit era. I'm Nick. And I'm Eric. And this week's game is Gradius 3 for the Super Nintendo. Gradius 3 was developed and published by Konami in Japan in December of 1990, then released in North America in 1991. I did not see any uh, evidence this game was released in Europe. Oh, that's a bunch of baloney. A grave oversight. Now, this is a port of the arcade game of the same name, Gradius 3. Uh-huh. And there's not a lot of uh, big changes between uh, the two games besides the level layouts an order they come in, plus a couple additional levels for the home version. Okay. But the basic concepts are, are pretty much the same. Sure, sure. Now, this game was a launch release with the American Super Nintendo. Yeah, one of the very first uh, games in that kind of, you know, you had like six to eight games for the first month or two. Mm, I rented them all. Yeah, same here. <laughs> uh, there was this, there was the, uh, was did Ultraman come out at launch? Ultraman was a very early one too. Because yeah. uh, I rented that. Uh, Pilot Wings, you name it. Yeah, yeah. And like many of those early games that weren't made by Nintendo themselves, it did suffer from a lot of slowdown. Oh, sure. And that did uh, ding it there in some of its early reviews, but it didn't really matter because it was one of like the, like you said, six options you had for a sure, game. Sure, sure. And I think the slowdown was somewhat understandable because it was, <laughs> you know, it's it's earned in a way where there's a lot going on. Eh, we, we could discuss that later, but we'll see. Now, the silver lining to this story, though, is that in 2019, Brazilian ROM hacker Vitor Valletta created a ROM patch that adds the SA1 chip to the ROM. Yeah, I saw this. And that's the same chip that's in Mario RPG, Kirby Superstar. It was kind of a later Super Nintendo chip. Uh-huh. But what makes it interesting is it doesn't change any of the architecture. It just basically like uh, increases the clock speed and the number of mathematical processes uh, a, a game can handle. Yeah. So it did take him some work, but basically it totally solves all of the problems that exist from the original game. And it plays perfectly smooth yeah i i downloaded the patch man and tried it out as did i and i was i was pretty impressed by it it looks great but it's even harder i don't know <laughs> i know right it is even harder uh one other interesting note is the uh game's uh director is hiroyusa machiguchi okay. and while he did uh, gradius three and four he's uh best known for the silent scope games oh okay and he produced all of those and i just i loved those games in the arcade so i just wanted to bring that up yeah yeah they're they're cool So, Nick, what kind of game is Gradius 3? Well, sir, it's a side-scrolling shoot-em-up. In the Gradius Life Force family. Sure, yes. And because of that, it does not stray very far from the tried-and-true methods of those games. That's right. Almost to its detriment in some ways. But let's <laughs> get into the systems here. There is, of course, no jump because you're flying. Sure. You can fly in all directions. Yes, you can. But what makes these games interesting is that the power-up system gives you kind of your a choice 
a choice of when to activate your power-ups. Yeah, you've got your little display at the bottom that as you collect those uh, power pods, the red ones, they it moves along the track and then you... Oh, I get... forgot that they were called power pods. Oh, they're power pods, baby. And so, yeah, you can kind of power yourself up as you go choosing your... What's most important to you? Yes. The answer is always the laser. Oh, sure. Yes. Or the options. Yeah. But yeah. what makes this game different than some of the previous ones and is the one big addition to it, I feel like, is the, ch the choice. You can either go with a standard uh, loadout mm -hmm. and you have a bunch of different loadouts you can choose from, which yeah. was seen in the previous arcade games, but not the home versions I think we've, we've covered. Right. It's, uh, it is from Gradius 2, which was a game in for the Famicom. But we did not see it here. Okay. I, I would I checked it out, and it does have these the four default choices you can choose from. Oh, okay. Uh, but what you can also do is choose your own bespoke makeup. Yeah, you get the edit mode. Yeah, which is what I did. I, I think to my detriment, but we'll get into that later. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so let's go over the various weapons that you can get. There are seven slots that you mm -hmm. get to activate, depending on how many power pods you've picked up. The first one being speed up, you don't get to choose that. Y yes, you always have speed up. But I think you can choose the rest of them. Is that correct? Uh, Pretty much, yeah. So do you want to, let's just go through the various sets. Yeah. And that way, you it'll cover all of the ones if you wanted to create your own set. Yes. And set one is, of course, speed up. The missile is your standard missile. Uh-huh. And what does that mean? It just goes down to the ground? And it goes along the ground. Some missiles don't. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, your double is a double forward shot. Your laser is a laser. And your yeah. option is the standard option that follows you around. Yeah. This is your white bread normal <laughs> selection here. And then in uh, the second set, we have, of course, a speed up. We have the two-way missile. Yeah, which shoots missiles kind of forward, up and down. And those also hug the ceiling and the floor. I think so, yeah. I know so, because that is what I chose. Oh, okay. But it's kind of weird because they don't always all shoot two up, two down, or one up, one down. Okay. It's I could not figure out exactly what was changing it, but a lot of it was the last input you had. So if you've been pressing up, you'll shoot more up than hmm. down. Interesting. Interesting is a nice way of putting it. There's, <laughs> I would have just rather shoot you know one up, one down, always. Sure, sure. Uh, then we have the tail gun in our double slot. Another good one, you know, because um, the original I, the original double, we didn't mention it, but it shoots it at a 45 degree angle and forward. Yeah. Yeah. Upwards. Upwards. Yes. And this one is backwards and forwards, which I mean, if if I was going with one of these guns, this is the one I would want, you know, mm -hmm. but you never use the double pretty much, just sadly. <laughs> and, you know, this game doesn't really throw a lot of enemies behind you. Not typically. No. Then we have the ripple takes up your laser slot and that is the you know spread gun waves of energy ripple out yeah pretty standard we've seen it before it looks great here and then i think the option is the same as well yeah for all these preset ones i think you just get your your normal good old options okay and that is the option is the small extra energy field or ship that you know it takes the same path you did yep and will fire when you fire and follow you around they're awesome Mm -hmm. uh, our next set, of course, starts with speed up. The missile is the spread bomb, which is a pretty powerful one. Yeah, it only it's... goes down, though. Yes, but it's uh, it's got it's I think the strongest of the the missiles. 
extremely useful for any sort of uh, hanger that's launching lots of enemies. Yeah. And then we have the vertical double, where you shoot one forward and one straight up. Also pretty useful. This is up there with tail gun in my book. I, I could see that for sure. And then the C laser is yeah. your laser slot. Yes, which is the... This laser, right? It follows you when you move, right? As you emit it, is this correct? Yes. That's, so that's the difference between it and the normal one. Whereas the normal one, once you've shot it, it now you can move up and it will stay yeah. going across its path from the original point you fired. Yeah. With this is, you know, it's pretty cool. Can let you like correct your aim sometimes because they're very long. Yeah, I actually use this one. Oh, okay. As my laser. Hmm. And then, of course, normal option. And then our final set has speed up in the missile slot. We have photon torpedo. Copyright infringement there. <laughs> Pretty cool. It, again, only goes down, but it goes along the, well, I guess only the floor, but it, it like, I think it hits multiple times, multiple targets as it explodes through them. Cool. Another cool one. And then the double is a back double, where instead of shooting backwards, you shoot at a 45 degree angle behind you upward. Yeah, which is eh, a little weird. And then finally, the next laser is the twin laser. Yes, which shoots double little... Shorter laser, yeah, right? Yeah, little short mini beams. I don't know. I, I saw a lot of people using it on YouTube, so maybe there's more to it. I never really used it, though. I think it's stronger. I could see that. And then let's real quickly talk about the different options, because if you do select the edit mode, then you get to choose what options... Well, we also, uh, to complete your thing, uh, you do get the choice between for your shield and the types... That's true. Uh, so you can choose from the classic Gradius two blocks in front of you or from the newer Life Force where you get the force shield around you. Well, if you're going to jump the shield gun, there's actually a third shield and a fourth shield if you go into the edit mode. Oh, yes, that's true. But I just wanted to, you know, you do get those. <laughs> that is a separate choice when you're choosing those, correct? Yeah, when you choose your types. But I chose the rotating shield. Okay. It's not a good choice, but it is a choice. <laughs> Uh, it doesn't seem like it does much. Uh, the other good choices are the force shield. Yes, it, it's all around you. I think it takes less hits. Yes, it does. Uh, the the front shield the and the rotating shield, both are those like weird blocks, you know, from, from Gradius. And they, they can absorb the most hits before they go away. And then finally, we have the reduced shield. Which, which I, I, is the best. I came to really use this. I wish I, this is the one I wish I had used. I, I never understood it before, but I started, because I didn't know that you do get, like, I think you can absorb two hits when you're reduced, but it makes you so small that it's a lifesaver, especially when it comes into avoiding terrain. Mm -hmm. Or some very, the later game bosses where they just are shooting out a lot of, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, a lot of uh, laser blasts that are parallel. Yes, yes. Uh, and then let's talk about the other options, because there is your classic option. There is the S option. Yeah, which is a very bizarre, it's like the snake thing. Mm -hmm. And the manual calls it slithering movement. But it's really kind of strange where it's like, like let's say you're moving up and they'll follow underneath you. But then when you stop, they'll move to above you. Like they kind of waggle around more. And That sounds I, awful. It's, I, yeah, I don't know. Maybe there's something secret to it. I couldn't figure out any advantage. I just found it to be strange and weird. Then you have the F option. Yes, the formation. Ah, and that is is like there's two above you, two below you. You know, you, I say two. That's because you could have a max of four in the game. Yes, yeah. You don't start with any. Yeah, and those always stay above and below you. Yeah, so you can get a, a very wide field of fire there. And then we have the final R option or rotate option. Yes, and that is what I chose. Same here. 
And it is the best because they spin around you, making a de facto shield if you never stop firing. That's right. And uh, there is a special thing you can do with the F and R options we just talked about, where if your option thing is highlighted and you already are full, you can press the button again and it will extend them out farther from you in a weird way. I did. I just learned about this this time, but like with the F option, I didn't know about that at all. Yeah, they get farther away from you and each other, and you can like keep moving them in and out. It's it's really cool because you can move them through. Sometimes if it's like a split area, you can pass them through the floor, or whatever above or below you. To okay, cool. Yeah, I'm. It's, it's not super useful, but it's uh, it was just cool. I thought. And then we have the seventh and final slot to activate, and that is not a augment for your ship or any form of new weaponry. It is the super move. Yes. And I think it defaults as the mega crush for everyone on the set ones. I Yeah, I think so. Um, Which is just your standard screen clearer. Yeah, yeah. Pretty cool. Like, and it, it destroys bullets as well. So That is nice. Uh, you also have the option of switching that to a speed down. Which just seems crazy to me, but... <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a waste. But yeah. then again, I never used this exclamation slot very much at all, so... Okay, okay. We'll talk about our uh, strategy. Yeah, yeah. But the other ones are the full barrier. Yeah, this is what I use to replenish whatever your shield option is. We'll fill it up. Oh, is that what happens? Yeah. And then there's a special option one that I'm not familiar with either. This is a weird one. Uh, the manual calls it the remain option, but it somehow allows you... I wish I would have experimented with this now, but you can trade lives for options. So you can have more than four? You can only have up to four, but if okay. you die and you're like, I have a bunch of lives, I... Yeah, I don't really... If I'm not cheating, that's not going to be a problem I'm running into. Right, right. And if I am cheating, I'm. you better believe I'm going to have those options. Yeah, yeah. And uh, now that is it for the power-ups throughout the game that are on that little sliding bar of power-ups. Uh, there's, uh, there's some different uh, missiles that you can't get. It, you know, they're only in the edit mode. Oh, that's right. I'm noticing them now. You mean the Hawkwind? Yeah, this is the one I used. In fact, I think that might be the one I used that I thought was the double. Uh-huh. And how does one use the Hawkwind? Well, it shoots missiles upwards if you're in the top half of the screen. Okay, now it all makes sense. And bottom if you're in the bottom, if you're exactly in the middle, it will do both. Okay, that now solves a lot of the questions I yeah, okay. <laughs> Thank but, you for that one. Yeah, no problem. But this missile kind of it's not it doesn't travel very far or along. No. the ground that much so it's like and if you're me you kind of forget you have it a lot well you know you just they're they're there to help you know mm -hmm. just keep shooting <laughs> uh you know i think i might have gone with uh this other one here the two-way back yeah it was interesting yeah which shoots missiles it's the backwards version of our previous two-way one where they will shoot backwards kind of both directions up and down at the same time mm -hmm. and then finally we have the small spread yeah which is a small kind of cluster bomb thing and that just goes right like right below you yeah it's 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 kind of like the what is it the proton torpedoes or you know it's strong but it's localized and only below and okay. kind of behind you it seems and then finally there is an extra laser that can only be got here which is the e-laser or energy laser oh really which is the one i used uh where you can tap shooting and it just shoots these little balls out but if you hold it down it charges up and you can just hold it and you have this big blue ball in front of you and you can like let it off and it'll shoot or you can just hold on to it for a while to blow up things in front of you. Not bullets, but ships. That's or... still pretty nice. 
yeah, I like that's, I, I always found that it, uh, teams up with that R option. Well, if you have four of them and they're all, you hold it down, you have all these big, it's like a defensive thing. Yeah, at least that was my thinking. Well, it sounds like it would work out pretty well. Now, like we said, uh, to fill up these gauges to then select, you must pick up power pods. Yeah. And those are, of course, dropped by waves of the same enemy or orange enemies. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's also a blue power pod. Yes, we'll destroy all the monsters on the screen. But not the bullets, right? I don't know. I, I, think, I think you're right. The thing is, is they are infrequent. And when I do find them, there's usually not a lot going on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Besides that, I do not think there are free men to be found in the levels. You can earn them with points. You get your yes. f- first one up at 20,000 points and then each 70,000 beyond that. But yeah, I did earn a few of those. If you make it to there are bonus stages, secret ones. I did not make it to any of these. But if you do, they have green power pods, which are one ups. Oh, and yellow yeah. ones, which are bonus points. How do you get to those? They're really weird. Some of them have like a prerequisite where it's like destroy all the things on the ground. And then uh, I'm trying to think there's like five of them. There's one in the bubble level where it's like a little hole will appear in the floor. And if you fly down there, it's a bonus stage. But most of the other ones seemed really like just it would look like you're going to crash. But instead, you get warped to a bonus stage where there's tons of these power ups. But Hmm. that would be helpful to know if you're really trying (laughs) to beat this game legit. Oh, sure. Yeah. I mean, it it looked cool on the playthroughs, but I I did not earn any of these bonus stages. Well, as you mentioned, uh, there are lives in the game. You start with three. Mm -hmm. And when you die, you do not start at the very beginning of the level. No, no. You uh, there are checkpoints that are I don't think it indicates them anyway, but you'll find out soon enough. But but yeah, so this is weird because this is like Gradius style. Life Force was an outlier where, you, you know, when you die here, you don't just reappear on the screen. You go back, and that makes mm-hmm. this even harder. <laughs> yes. But there are continues. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. an infinite number of continues. I think you start with three. You might be able to change that. In, okay. Because there is an option menu. Yes, that was my final note here. There is an option menu, which does let you change uh, the difficulty level as well. Yes. I. Uh... What does that do? Because I was afraid to do it. I didn't want to, like, not get at the end. Or last I, I'm level. not. Yeah, same here. Uh, I I didn't mess with it. I played it on normal, which should be not called that because it is very hard. <laughs> but well, there's actually a harder mode you can activate by like uh, pressing the A button a whole bunch. Yeah, if you're some kind of masochist. and it unlocks arcade mode. <laughs> yeah, there's a f- couple other options in that menu. Yeah, you can map your buttons, uh, which I did. I changed my buttons right away. Love it, even though like it's it's funny that they give you an option to have a separate button for missiles. Where you're like, yeah, I don't want to shoot them all the time. <laughs> like, I don't right. know. But you can have them both the same button, and that's what I did. Yes, that is what you should do. I did not, and because of that, I forgot to use them a lot. Oh, really? <laughs> I mean, you're just in the thick of it. You're just like, ah, oh, I'm just focusing on not getting hit. Yeah, yeah. I'm not thinking about like, oh, yeah, I've got missiles to be firing. Just keep them going. Yeah. And then finally, this game does have a two-player version, but it's alternating, not simultaneous. Yeah, come on. Boo. This day and age. (laughs) But I mean, that was a problem for a lot of the first round of Super Nintendo games as well. See Final Fight. Sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, come on. This game's already slow enough (laughs) with trying to do what it just can't do, you know? Yeah.
right, Nick, this is a early Super Nintendo game launch in America. It doesn't have any new concepts, but there's a lot of stuff to wrap your head around. Please tell me this manual does a decent job of explaining the various power-ups. It does. It does. This is a, a good manual. Uh, it Wait, is not... <laughs> it's Konami, so what's the pun level? Oh, it's it's back, baby. It's, it's yes. good. Lots of weird alliterative puns or just cheesy jokes, you know. Uh, it's worth checking out for that alone. It does have some screenshots. Not a lot of art, although the art that there is is weird because, the, you know, it has an enemy section. The Enemy Hall of Blame. Nice. But the style is like a photo negative. Like I don't know. It's really weird. It's either negatives of someone's drawings that look like pencil drawings or something. Or huh. it's, I don't know if you ever encountered this in art class. Maybe some listeners have where it's like that black surface like it's not paper it's almost like cardboard or something and you use a little like knife kind of thing to etch into it and it's w lighter underneath so then you get this weird yes you know what i'm talking about i don't I know do. what that's called but so it looks like that which is a really strange way to do it <laughs> like uh it's All worth right. it's interesting enough uh but uh story-wise uh you are from the planet gradius you're a gradian and bacterion is back and it's coming to destroy you your planets and you are piloting the 100 zillion dollar starship the max did you say 100 zillion dollars yes sir and are those us dollars or space bucks i don't they might be bison bucks uh mm. but the max stands for the modulated artillery exalter i see of which are the previous ship from the Gradius series was the Warp Rattler, and so that was the prototype version of this. Okay. Is it still referred to as a Vic Viper at any level? No, that is only for Life Force slash Salamander. Okay. Even though this- And the uh, Road British. <laughs> when you get to see actual footage of the vehicle, the plane, ship, whatever, uh -huh. it does have, uh, you know, the two-prong forward yeah, they, Vic they Viper, you know- stylings yes they, they, they're all pretty similar but i guess in in gradius it was the warp rattler and the vic viper came later gotcha so the more you know and then of course you get your controls uh it gives you a preview for each of the levels the terror zones a carnival of carnage and then it talks about all the bosses which are mayors who would never win a popularity contest mayors yes the bosses are mayors in this game <laughs> okay which I wonder if that's like like a tr uh, a translation thing, like or you know, or if right. they think mayors are more important. Where they're I don't know where they're not like the evil comptrollers or the registrars of doom. That is very a very interesting choice for sure. I love it. But so it names almost all of the bosses. So we'll sprinkle those in as well as the levels. Yeah, it's solid. It's full of uh, lots of screenshots. Explains all the various weapons. So it's uh, worth a check out. I would say. So, Nick, what was your personal history with Gradius 3? Uh, well, as we kind of mentioned earlier, I rented this game in the early days of the Super Nintendo. And you beat it that weekend. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I never beat this game, but I did rent it more than once. Uh, I, I liked it, and I I was really hooked by the choosing your own weapons thing. Yeah, so. that is... Yeah, that really does go a long way. I did rent it as well. I never rented it again uh, because of its difficulty level, but I do remember being pretty impressed by that same concept. Yeah, it was it was a game I liked, and I much like uh, Ninja Gaiden, where it was just like sporadically, if there was nothing else, it'd be like, ah, I'll, I'll give it a try again. Maybe I can get farther. You know, I never beat it, but I did manage to get to like the sixth, seventh level, the speed level. 
Oh, wow. I did cheat, though, uh, as we'll talk about later with cheat codes. Cheat codes, indeed. So then, Nick, what was your more recent experience with this game, Gradius 3, for the Super Nintendo? I beat this game, and I cheated my butt off to do so. Yeah, I I was like, you know what, maybe I can do just saves between levels. Yeah. Or maybe I can just do saves after I've, like, run through the gauntlet, gotten my power-ups, save there, and then I'll do the level in one go. Yeah, yeah. And then on level two, I was like, I'm not doing that. (laughs) And uh, like you, I, I cheated... You know, in the first couple levels, maybe two two saves a level, mm-hmm. three. But by the final levels, it was sadly like, I don't know, five, six. It all depended yeah. on how, how insane some of the crossfire was or well, it gets, gotcha points. It is very crazy. I Even in my previous experience, I did remember this code where if you pause the game, you do the Konami code, but use the L and R buttons instead of left or right. Oh, I do remember that now. It fills up all your power-ups. I think you get everything, but I but you don't start with laser. I think you have to get that. So Okay. I knew that as a kid. If you do the normal pause and do the normal Konami code, it you just die, kills right? You. Yeah, I, yeah. You, yeah, exactly. Now, <laughs> once you said the secondary code, it made me remember the whole situation. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm sure it was in Nintendo Power or something, but Yeah. Uh, so I like that. And that's a big help. Um, and you can do that with every life or whenever, you know, once per level. Okay. I think uh, so. It's not I, I would use that typically if I if I, I would get as powered up as I could. And then if I died, I would use that to go back. And that makes the game a lot more manageable. There is a 30 lives code I used this time, but it was not that big of a help because because of the restart, you need those power. Like if you die, you're screwed, man. Like, yeah, we'll get into that. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah there will be some more of that. <laughs> but I also beat the game. Uh, you know, I think I played this in four sittings. Oh, yeah. OK. So, I mean, it's not a long game, but I just I don't know. It, it was it towards the end. It got very kind of unfun to play for long stretches. It's brutal. I yeah, I did it. I played a few times. I played like three times for a half hour or so. And I would just be like, ah, I got some time. I'll see how far I can get or which wasn't yeah. very far and stuff. So I, I just sat down and beat it all in like an hour and a half where at first saving in between levels and then the last couple where I was like, I I'm not doing that again. You know, yeah. <laughs> all right, folks and friends, here we are in the general chat portion of our show. And I would just like to start by saying that in so many ways, this game feels like a 16 bit coat of paint on an 8-bit game to me yeah well as a shooter you know it's (laughs) there's not a whole lot coming into this game that i haven't seen before yeah yeah i mean it's mainly those mechanics that you said were already in gradius 2 in japan Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but i've also seen in the previous arcade installments and why they are welcome they don't do a ton to update the gameplay loop that is gradius sure sure once you throw on top of it all the uh, repeating levels and stuff from the earlier games, I just felt like this was a 16-bit version of Gradius. Sure, sure. I can see that. Um, I think that uh, I, I am a bigger fan of the Life Force slash Salamander style where dying isn't as big a deal. I agree. Because you can at least catch your, your, uh, your options option. on your way back or whatever. Because it's like going and even getting the checkpoints 
instead of having to start i would rather start the whole level over to get those power-ups like yeah it's not worth it (laughs) because this you know falls uh into that same category of problems that a lot of shoot 'em ups fall into and that is once you have lost your all your power-ups your super powered plane or ship Mm -hmm. or whatever it is it's almost impossible to come back from that in the later levels yes it's it's super hard I mean, you're getting so much stuff thrown at you. And if you don't have the weapons to fire back or to deal with it, I just don't see how you can continue in those last couple of levels. It is. Yes, it's I don't know. I, I wouldn't even try like you'd have to have the levels memorized, you know, essentially. And even then, I mean, and then, some of these parts are just so thick, thick well, and, with bullets and enemies. Like I've in general found the bosses to be easier than the levels, but. Oh, almost a hundred percent there's maybe two bosses i had a little trouble with (laughs) but for the most part no sweat yeah but even the bosses like if i died at one i was like well i'm glad i saved right before it because i'm not going to fight this even with my little pea shooter even though it's more doable than starting from zero in the middle of a level yeah still just uh, not worth it man it just (laughs) takes forever at that point yes i know uh, and then, you know, the other big problem I ran into is when I run into a lot with these games is that I, I couldn't go past speed two. Now, well, it's the classic speed up conundrum where you you need one. Yes. You're too slow to start with. But then yeah. beyond that, if you accidentally do, I could I could do maybe one more level of speed. But that's I would the max. I would stay at two. And I wish there was like a two point five because three is like a huge jump in speed yeah like at three i'm running into walls i do not have the dexterity to keep myself from hitting things i I was all right with three but that's by far the limit and i never went past it luckily i didn't run into accidentally getting it much so nor did i i don't know about you but for me the the strategy is what what is your layout my strategy is instantly speed up Uh uh-huh definitely then you save up all the other ones till you can get an option yep and then you get a laser yeah yeah and then a missile and then you start going through and getting the rest of the options yeah i usually get the missile before the laser but okay that you know it depends on how many power-ups i'm getting at and then i switched halfway i I guess i could have talked about this earlier but halfway through i switched from force field to reduce and that that i wish i did that made a big difference for me as well as that also made using level three speed up more manageable i could see that because You know, we talked about this game's extreme slowdown, and I found that the third level of speed up really became a big help in those scenarios, especially with the reduce where it was really like I was able to take more advantage of the slowdown because that was a big part of my my strategy in trying to get through this game. Like playing it without it was like no way. (laughs) Yeah. I, I, when I put that mo- that that mod in, I was like, "Wow, this is so hard! Like, this is even harder than I could imagine." Yeah, like it's it's ah, it's crazy. You know, I, I've said it before. I interpreted it as dramatic as a child when a game would slow down because the screen was always full of action, and I still do. It doesn't bother me that yeah. much. It didn't really get on my nerves here, even though it is pretty omnipresent. Now, once I have filled up my full roster. And luckily, hopefully I've got, uh, you know, the four options, which at that point is a swirling mass of doom around you, yes. which is pretty fun. and looks cool. Like, I do really enjoy that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, then then it becomes the new game is, can I fill up to where my shield is and then yeah. not get any more power ups yeah. to go past the shield? You got to resist the urge to pick them up like, no, no, no. <laughs> or in some cases, downright dodge them. Yeah, yeah. 
totally. It's it's most of the levels are very hectic, but I, I found that if you're fully powered up, not too bad. But... No, there's always like two or three choke points though, where it's like this is the part of the level where we're just gonna throw a ton of stuff at you, and there's no way to really prune it back before a certain point. Just comes in a big wave. Yeah. I, I, there are certain levels, especially it started with the bubble level as a child when I was like, mm. I'm just going to make this get my rotating options and that energy laser because then it just charges around you and all the bubbles will just get blown up before you can just ignore them kind of. And yeah, it, I wish that helps in a lot of hectic things later, you know? Yeah. Because it's like a uh, focus on dodging and that energy bullet gets so it gets pretty big. So that can help for above and below you. Yeah. As you're flying to just kill ships or turrets before they fire without, I don't know, it's got its ups and downs, but I, I liked it. It, it helped me to cover up some of my weaknesses as a player. <laughs> as far as uh, sound goes, the music's pretty good. But again, uh, shoot 'em ups, you never really get to hear much of the music. Which is a shame, actually. This is a great soundtrack. I really liked it. And the in particular, the intro song, which you will probably have already heard, uh, listeners, is... I forgot all about it, and I no. love it, and I loved it as a kid, and it really took me back because I don't think I've heard it for, geez, 30 years or something. You know, no. I was like, wow. Are you talking so about good. the intro music that plays when you start the game up? No, the music like... Or when you start the first level. Yes, or okay. at each of the levels as it's like, you know, it yeah. always plays it during the power-up kind of phase of a yeah, level. Yeah, once you then... leave the boss stage and then are back in space proper. Yeah, and then... I agree, then... that is some really nice pump-you-up music. And again... One of the few times you actually get to hear it. Yeah. Kind of unencumbered. Which is, you know, again, it's a shame. I, I've went through and, and listened to a lot of the tracks and they're they're very good. So keep your ears open, cartridge commandos. Uh, now, as far as graphics go, you know, that was my other big gripe about this uh, is that they are pretty good 16-bit graphics, but nothing like crazy. There's just kind of like higher fidelity versions of all the things we're expecting to see. I, I liked, uh, there were certain things that looked... Like the snakes or dragons that would come out, like they don't just look like a crappy orb one. Like they actually bent and moved around and were really well. I don't but know. They, they still do have some crappy orb creatures in here, though. There are a few. Yes, yes. Um, but I, I liked the quantity of many. You know, there's a lot of different just big ships that are relatively creative, you know. So, yeah, the... I, w I was more complaining about the actual enemies. But you're right. The bosses, on the other hand are really cool they had they really like fit in that universe they've kind of created for themselves of what do these giant spaceships look like mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and especially when you get to that one boss that is like a thousand bosses yeah, yeah. Uh, where I, I just started laughing at one point where i was like what is going on this boss rush kind of where they just keep getting bigger and you're like geez how many how many lasers <laughs> this can they fit on one ship <laughs> uh but you know those all look great i do really enjoy most of the bosses but I just felt like, you know, the levels themselves and stuff, I just felt like they were just like slightly higher resolution versions of what I've already seen. Mm -hmm. It's like, well, OK, if you're going to take the Super the, the, the Nintendo level, like we just want to make it. So it's like, well, now what you thought were trees, you can tell are trees. OK, cool. But it doesn't really like it didn't really add anything for me. I see. I see. I thought it looked pretty good. I like the, you know, the backgrounds and stuff. I, I don't know what as a, a port of an arcade game like. Yeah. I don't know. I wasn't really looking for more, I guess. I don't know. It's it is does have that arcade brutality that is rough, but uh mm -hmm. yeah. But without the quarters, the unlimited quarters. Oh, good lord, yes. 
really the big thing for me is the weapon choices and stuff like it really it pulls in it gives you a little bit for some replay i suppose yeah and that is really the the best aspect of this game is the many options you have especially if you go into the edit mode being able to fully customize your loadout is pretty awesome agree that and it would give you a lot more replay too i mean like you said if you owned this game and you were just renting it like you know there's a lot of hours to be put in trying to decide which is the best setup you're going to use yeah yeah it's something i always was like one day I'll go back and play with all these different things. And even now, I still use my old <laughs> layout, but I, I don't know. I, I worked my way up to reduce, so I guess that that's some something. Maybe one day you'll switch to twin laser. Oh, uh, never. This is it, the level by level portion of our show. And this game has 10 levels? Uh, yes. All right. I was not wrong. And the game starts with actually a really cool intro visual of the ship in its hangar. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, you get to see all the lights coming on, it getting loaded in, and then blasting out into space. Pretty sweet. Uh, then when you start the game up, of course, you get to choose. Do you want to pre-select or do you want to go your own way? Mm-hmm. And then, like every other one of these games, you start in the vastness of space, fighting a wave of enemies that will give you the power-ups you need to battle through the level. Yes. And, and what is level one? Level one is the Dunes of Doom. All right. It is a kind of desert-themed level, you know. Throughout all of these levels, you kind of mentioned this earlier, but it is a lot of just, like, turrets, very similar enemies our usual rogues gallery of, of just like ships coming at you, you know, and interspersed with some power up dropping ones uh, here. We'll see some, some of those good looking dragons, I think that come out and loop around. Do they here. appear in the very first level? There, there are some uh, brownish sand ones here. Okay. Not the lava ones. Yeah. Later they'll, yeah. Reappear in a, in a and uh, those level. ones are cool because, you know, you can only hurt the head. Mm hmm. And like you said, they do have some pretty nice uh, movement. It's uh, a little more than your standard big ball joint creatures. Yeah. Now, I will say I feel like the uh, spawn locations in this game, the ones that, you know, just send out the endless waves. I feel like they take way more hits than in previous ones. Oh, sure. Like that little like hangers or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Like yes. you can't just like get up on them and then tear them up right away. It's like they really take a lot of hits before they're gone. Man, see, I'd always just fly right up to them and let my rotating e-balls do the work where it's like, I'll get them as they come out and hurt the thing. I am, I'm always jealous of your rotating e-balls, that's for sure. <laughs> now, this level is, you know, sand. Uh, it does have the hilarious uh, conceit of the Gradius series where you've got a ceiling, you've got a floor, but you don't have a background. You're just in space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe this is some sort of giant asteroid that has gravity i don't know i mean as much as i like backgrounds as in shooters sometimes i feel like it's almost polite to just have it be all black because it's like there's going to be so much crap going on yeah agreed. that it, it'll hide bullets from me a special shout out also to i think my favorite enemy in these games or series and it's like the little walker cannon oh sure yeah i love that little thing i just love that design yeah little bipedal has a big old cannon that's all it does can't go wrong uh, and then we get to the boss of this level and well you know the bosses there's going to be a familiar pattern you're going to see oh a lot sure of them, if they're a creature will come out of the right side of the screen or part of the screen will disappear showing where it was uh -huh. they will have some sort of large eye or thing in the middle 
mm-hmm. uh, mandibles or arms that open and close. Yes. And yes. then uh, they will shoot stuff at you. In this case, they're shooting little creatures. Yes. For this boss is the earwig scorpion. And Weird is, and gross. Yes, it is. It's a big insectoid creature with, uh, you guessed it, mandibles that open and close. And there's mm-hmm. an eye inside. Mm-hmm. You shoot that when it opens. Um, That's it. You have to avoid easy. the little squid things that shoots at you. And there is one shot that it shoots out that's, that hits the center of the screen and then bursts into a spread. Yes. But not, that's it. Not too tough here. Uh, like we said, the bosses are usually not too... They get they do get tougher in the v- end of the game, but especially early on, it's like if you were cheating like I was, or at this point, I probably didn't actually need to, but if you're fully powered up with a laser, it only takes like two good shots to kill this thing. So yes, not around and for a long time. Of course, uh, the screen will fade away once you've defeated the boss and you are back in space onto your next destination. And every one of these levels starts you off with a nice wave of enemies that will be dropping power-ups to refill anything you missed. If you're cheating, that just means your shield. Yes, and uh, this level two is the Carbonation Zone. That is poorly named. It is the Water Planet. Yeah, yeah. And uh, also known as the Bubble Stage to children everywhere. Yes, this is a level full of bubbles of varying sizes that you must destroy, and they will break into smaller bubbles. Uh, And this is... A very... They take a lot of hits. <laughs> yes, and this is a very early kind of showcase for the slowdown. Like, this is a first time when you get to these screens that are just full of bubbles and the game just creeps well, down. <laughs> it's full of bubbles, and there's lots of turrets on the ceiling and floor. So not only bubbles, but you're going to be hitting these points with just a ton of mm-hmm. stuff happening. Yes, this is... And then a... I think this is also the first level where you have that little thief uh, creature. Ugh. It's like a looks like a scorpion yeah it'll come out to the back of the screen and it kind of follows you and it's like making a little noise and then will eventually shoot out and if it catches you it'll grab an option and fly off with it it is the most dreaded of all enemies i hate it i hate it so much once you get through the water zone though well you get to fight the boss and it is a bigger bubble that's right it's called bubble brain oh i can see why because it's a big bubble and uh, it's got an eyeball in the middle not a brain uh What's cool, though, is this bubble membrane protects the the eyeball, and it's your shooting that indents that front section. Yeah, you got to just keep up a field of fire right there in the same spot, and it'll push back till it exposes the eye, and then you can do damage. Does it shoot bubbles at you or something? Yeah, there's bubbles that kind of come out or or just coming through the screen as well as this ones it emits. Again, if you have laser, this thing is over in a second. I like the way this boss looks because it's got like nerves. It's got like a nervous system coming out of the eye. Oh, yeah. But again, it reminds me of uh, what was that Ninja Turtles figure? Mutagen the, Man? Mutagen Man. Yeah, where he had the you hollow his, clear. Yeah, you can see the nervous system inside the, the clear body thing. It was a that was a solid fig, man. I was up there. One of my favorites with the uh, Muck Man. Mm, good stuff. Well, like we said, this guy is not hard to defeat. Maybe it's a girl. I don't know. It's just a floating eyeball in space. I'm not going to. Yeah, it can be whatever it wants. Yeah. But you do defeat it. You move on to stage three. This is the lava them and leave them zone. That is really a tortured name. They're in for there. what <laughs> starts as like a, the forest level. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know how gravity works in this this universe, but lots of trees on the ceiling along with the floor. Yeah, that's it's awesome. I, I would like I like the idea of flying through like a tunnel that is completely forested or something. You know? Yeah. How are they getting light in there? It doesn't make did, sense. Did you see uh, Godzilla versus Kong? No, not yet. 
Well, I feel like they this this could exist in that world. <laughs> okay, yeah. And their their interesting hollow earth. Uh, oh right, yeah, I heard about gravity that. switching. Hey, it, it works when you're watching giant creatures fight. So I think I think it would work for watching a a, a spaceship fly through. Yeah. Who knows? Anyways, this level is secretly the beginning of some of the fire and lava parts, starting with the volcanoes. Yeah, this is a similar to, I believe in Gradius, this was mm-hmm. a, a thing where they, you have a volcano and it's shooting out rocks and you have to get by it. And you can blow up all the rocks, but you can't blow up the top of the volcano in this one. Right. So it's, again, that R option really earns its place here because it can save your bacon. And I'll tell you what, I had a heck of a time after the volcano, uh, getting down the slope afterwards with all the guys on both sides. Oh, yeah. Some trouble. Yeah, that's so, any of those like diagonal, like especially if it's auto scrolling yeah. parts where it's like, oh, the reduce really pays for itself there. I believe it. And then following that, you have your first section of de- destroyable terrain. Oh, sure. Yeah. But you got to watch out because it is full of boulders that can fall on you. Luckily, if you want, you can destroy those boulders with a lot of firepower. Yeah, yeah. But I don't think there's any hidden power-ups. Not, not that I re- remember getting. And then you're on your way to a few more volcanoes. There is that section where it's like those... I don't know. They look like a little mountaintop ship mm-hmm. from the first Gradius. They come and it's like they keep like emitting out of a, a vent or a hole. Yeah. And it's until there's like 20 of them following this loop and you got to destroy them before not, they get to you. Not too tough. If you just stand in the middle, though. You'll eventually kill them before they get to the final ring around you. Yes. Especially if you're powered up. Yes. Uh, then right past them, the rock fades away. And you get to fight your first spaceship. That's right. This one is known as QB2B. And it looks awesome. Yeah, it, it's, a, it's a weird looking ship to vaguely kind of diamond shaped, I guess. I don't know how to describe. Yeah. Like, Well, then the, it splits apart and the nacelles on each side are like huge laser guns. Yes, they make huge beams which trap you in the center. And then they it shoots these diagonal lasers, right, that bounce in a... A diamond pattern. Diamond pattern down. Crisscross diamond. And I love it. It looks really cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, then after its first wave of attacks, you know, it, then it shows off its weak points with the three blue orbs that you'll see on all of the, the vehicles you have to destroy. Yes, you get, it's either blue orbs or those little like walls that you have mm. to slowly work away and then to get to the orbs sometimes. Yeah, and uh, once you have, if you've got the lasers going, once you've unleashed the blue orbs, you are destroying it right away yes sir uh, again this thing looks way way harsher than it is if you can just avoid that crisscross beam you can take this thing out real fast absolutely and then you can move on to the <laughs> pop rock monolith zone pop rock huh and again japan and gradius's strange obsessions with moai heads continues hey in the level description it says vandals have desecrated one of the galaxy's most sacred relics the great stone monoliths of prehistoric easter island now they are nothing more than death ring missile launchers so they well i I can't even wrap my head around that so someone took the statues and then turned them into the death (laughs) ring missile launchers oh that's the disrespect is terrible this level is a little confusing because you're out in space and there's a lot of vertical movement going on you can go up and down does this level loop? I don't see this is this is the first one there. There is at least one other level that where it's like, yeah, you can kind of choose your path. Kind of it'll it'll scroll with you as you move up and down. I swear but, this level loops, though. But you always uh, maybe I, I don't know. You just like keep going. I, I could never fully navigate or anything. But it's like what? you get to these sections where there are those where they're like pillars made up yeah, of rotating heads. heads and you got to blow your, blow them up to get through. 
Yeah, I, I, the thing is, is like you can choose your path, but once you go two two levels up, it just repeats. There's no yeah. change. In I mean, I guess layout. maybe it does loop vertically. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. I oh, I flew gosh. up and up and up, and I never I never hit a ceiling. Yeah, I, I could see that. But eventually, once you've uh, gone through the rings of heads that are rotating, uh, and you've blown up enough to get through, you'll be in like a cave. Yeah. And at the back of the cave are two much larger Moai heads. One on the ceiling, one on the floor. And yeah. they vomit up, well, a bunch of smaller Moai heads. Yeah, it's uh, the Mega Monolith. Mm -hmm. This is a boss I barely... Like, this one went down super fast. Like, I don't know it if... It takes the... two hits. Yeah, it's... It's so weak if you have four options and a laser. The hard part about this boss is that when you've destroyed the bottom one, it then creates an earthquake that shakes rocks from the ceiling, and they are really tight. Oh, yes. Getting through those rocks is a challenge. It's the only challenge this boss will give you. <laughs> you can take it down and move on to the light my fire zone. Mm. And this is like literally right out of Life Force. Sure, we you know it. Uh, it looks better here. We get those flame eruptions look really good, uh, as well as those fire dragons. There they come out, mm -hmm. and they look great as well. The hard part is there is a a whole stretch where it's just like explosions of fire are shooting out of the well the walls. Yeah. Uh, if you do have like your full arsenal going though, and you you hold yourself towards the back, you will destroy everything that comes at you. Yeah, it's just a just a be careful zone. Don't. Don't be a hero. Uh, the interesting thing with the dragons is that you're not going to destroy them in one hit. So you have to kind of like lead them around the, the, the stage a little bit. Yeah. And then eventually I found it easiest just to get inside them as they yeah. would circle in a ring. And then you could always be hitting their head pretty consistently. Yes. And this the was, boss. That's an area where if you're inside there and you mm -hmm. can, if you're using the R option and you oh, can enlarge amazing. it, you know what I mean? To make it bigger and keep dragging it up through it i don't know it worked out pretty well there uh because the boss of this level is a double-headed fire dragon yeah the two-headed scorched serpent but does it like it at one point it does shoot out some fire breath at you or like some little yeah. blobs of fire it shoots little beams right like fire beams okay but otherwise this thing was just it's just as easy as the other fire dragons yeah yeah so just do what you did before and don't get hit by it i guess that's it that's it. that's your big that's yeah. my big takeaway hmm good advice uh, destroy it and you move on to the next level this is bacterion's garden and this is a cool techno organic level with like giant roses and vines everywhere got some background here actually yes uh, some distant trees and when i watched the playthrough i felt kind of dumb because they were blowing up these pods and i was like i never was able to blow up any of those pods because if you don't blow them up giant arms come out of the pods yeah you yeah down. but they're okay they're yeah, really slow blown. I was blowing them up, I think, because I don't remember the arms that well. Okay. Otherwise, I mean, it's pretty much all the same stuff you've seen before, besides those arms. Yeah. I mean, there's a plant theme to some of these obstacles, but nothing too crazy. Uh, I'll tell you what's crazy, though, is the boss of this level. Now, this is a big, this is a huge kind of flower plant called Bulbous. And it's a fitting name. Yeah, and this one, this is like, its body... You know, we talked about those dragons looking good, and they don't look like a bunch of orbs, but this this guy does. Everything about this boss looks gross. Yeah, it's like the flower bulb opens, and it's got this big orange thing in the middle that shoots out at you, and it's very jerky and kind of quick in a freaky way when you hit it and stuff. Yeah, it just and it looks like everything just looks gross. The coloring, like the little specks on everything, I just don't like it at all. Uh, what I definitely don't like is that this was the first boss that really gave me a little bit of trouble. Well, it... it 
takes up so much of the screen and it kind of boxes you in to the left side that mm-hmm. can be very, very disconcerting. And it has these two T-Rex arms that shoot out stuff. Oh, yeah. Tons of little pellets. And the problem is, is in certain positions, you can't see them coming because the giant head, when it's closed up, covers up those shots. Yeah. So you'll get hit and you didn't realize like there was even a bullet coming at you. You got to be careful. But the real challenge is that when the head opens up, that center thing tries to suck you in. Yes. And it's a very powerful suction. I mean, you really don't have a lot of movement options once you are in its path yeah it's very easy to get hit yeah especially depending where you are on the speed up chain you know yeah so this was i think the first boss that gave me a little trouble it's still not impossible but it is a a definitely a speed bump for sure but defeating it will let you move on to the greased lightning round why it's the greased lightning round yeah that is a great and horrible name uh for what is the speed level yes this is the limit i could get to as a child and this was where I was like, I'm safe stating a lot. I eventually broke down because I just got sick of redoing certain areas. And, yeah, you know, same. the reduced talk, talk about the level itself. Yes, this is a faster, like kind of auto scrolling level where it's you're in you're, a techno zone. Yes. And there are all these paths that kind of a lot of them diagonally up or down and you are flying through and it speeds up to crazy levels. And when you're doing the diagonals, like if you haven't committed to the correct up like the distance up or down you have no room to maneuver oh yeah like there and there's some where it's you know there's a final kind of downward path that i i think you have to go through i remember at least i yeah. did every time like i did because it like the that one previous level where it does give you some up and down play and you can kind of path choose but i think it always funnels you towards this area where it's a really sharp fast downward curve and you got to go I, I don't know. It's if you don't commit right away and you don't have at least two speed ups, you are screwed. And on top of that, there are these uh, areas with closing and opening doors and the yep. timing on them is really awkward. You've got to be careful because some of them you, you, you kind of just have to learn which ones are which because some of them will close and then open. So you, you got to pull back, but then other ones will just close and stay closed. So you want to go fast past them before they do so. And I hated it. This was to me at the beginning of like a lot of these gotcha points where I was like, okay, you have to memorize yeah. what these are going to do or else you're not making it through this area. Indeed. It is a tough level. If you do make it all the way through, though, don't worry, you're not really fighting any enemies along the way. There are a few, but they're not your real troubles. Uh, there is a boss at the end. What is this called? This is a spaceship called Beacon. Okay. Pretty normal <laughs> name. Yeah. And what makes it interesting is that it starts behind you. Oh, yes. And you got to let it advance and get around until it eventually gets to the gets to the right of you. And then it just shoots out a lot of lasers uh, backwards at you. Yep. A lot of like kind of like the twin lasers, larger, of course, and more powerful. (laughs) But it's got like, what, five blue orbs that you have to destroy. Yeah. But again, they are pretty quick to go down. Yeah. And they're all clustered together. So that's where. You know, the rotating option really focuses a lot of fire on these like small areas so you can just plow through it. Yes, indeed. Yeah, you defeat that simply named robot. That's right. Ship, whatever it is. And you move on to the next level. Which is Mayors on Parade. Wow. And uh, what a parade it is. (laughs) It starts off with not your normal wave of enemies, but instead like a phasing in of a ton of orange enemies. Yeah, yeah. Get you powered up right off the bat because right away you're going to face a boss. That is right. Do you have the names of all of these? I think so. What's the first one look like? Oh, it's 
got uh, orange accents. It's a silver spaceship with a dome in the front. It's pretty small. Has two rockets on the back. Yeah, no, this one I don't. No, very it's tiny not fence. In the uh, and uh, what it does is the front opens up and it shoots off a volley of six missiles at you. Whoa. Although, again, just dodge them. You will blow that spot up, and then it will have a giant energy beam that shoots out the front of it. It has one blue dot on the back, which you destroy, and it will be gone. But the game's not over yet. Like you said, this is a parade of mayors. That's right. And next up is one of the cooler-looking bosses. This is the, like, crystal... Yes. Yes. This one is called Monarch. Monarch is a strange crystal and structure with two arms coming off the back. But inside the crystal, you can see like cool techno stuff. It's obviously some sort of robot or ship or something. Yeah. But it does have the classic wait for the two tentacles or arms to move away from the center where it's got the walls guarding its blue spot. Get in there and blow it up. It shoots a couple laser beams at you and its arms also shoot a projectile, but not too hard. Yes. Mayor number three. This one is called Ice Ice. Ice Ice is similar to one of the first ones we fought. It is like a pod that splits along the middle to uh, show off its guns. Yes, and this is shooting like 12 beams at you. It's got a ton of those like little double lasers. Yeah, this one actually was a little tough at first uh, Mm because I was trying to like dodge the lasers by staying inside some of them. Yeah. You just got to like dodge the whole mess of them. You got to get to the top of the screen to the bottom. And this is, I, I didn't try this, but I could see that if you use the F option of the formation and extended it, you could fly below it and your option would be up inside, inside you know? So that might be a, a cool tactic. And who is our next mayor? Our next mayor is, oh, this, this one I don't think is named. Oh, this is one of my favorites too. It is a large uh, sphere. Mm-hmm. And it has these three like shields, almost like the like the face shield. Yeah, like a knight of, of a visor. knight's helmet. Yeah, yeah. And they rotate around, blocking or uh, activating different areas. So yeah, it's got, I... it's got on the very front, you know, its weak spot, which gets blocked. But when those same points go over the top and bottom, it launches a volley of missiles at you. It's pretty cool. It is. Uh, those one missiles the... are pretty easy to dodge, though. It is one of the easier ones of, of this parade. As long as you stand in the middle and then just dodge your heart out, you can always be doing damage to it. Yes. Next mayor. This is, I think, the final one, and it is called Grim. And Grim comes out also as a sphere, but then it unfurls. It has two bendable arms. Mm-hmm. And inside, it has lots of lasers that it shoots at you, but they're fairly well spaced apart, so it's not too not too rough. Yeah, it's a little weird because they're both coming in at, like, at angles that cross each other. Mm-hmm. But you can do it. And again, this the, is reduce yourself here and it'll oh, I bet. have a great time. The hard part about Grim is that it will curl back up and then ram you. Yep. No so good. If you're, not, if you're not ready for that, it can get you. But once you've defeated Grim, that's it. You're back. At, well, you're still in space and you're moving on to the next zone. Yes. This terror zone is known as the gauntlet. And for good reason. Yeah. This part is, I think we get some background here, but it's an area with a lot of like extending terrain that comes either down or up into the level and you have to dodge it uh this a lot of this is a i don't know if it's required but memorization goes a long way of knowing where to be and along the way there's just tons you're in a techno like factory type setting there's Mm -hmm. lots of recessed turrets and launchers so i mean this is the first time there was just an insane amount of bullets on the screen yes yeah And, and and they're always positioned in a way where it's like you can't actually even begin to attack anything until it's halfway across the screen, usually. Right. If you make it through the gauntlet, though, you get to the boss of the level. 
Yeah, this is well. There, this one kind of has a mini boss too. It's got that uh, classic like Gradius thing where there's like the three orbs in the wall, and they each have yeah some walls or whatever in front of it you have to destroy while it's producing enemies and shooting lasers at you and stuff. But what's nice is you can destroy all of the turrets and gun parts of it. Yeah, you can. This one's pretty easy. So that that makes it a little easier, and then you fly through that. And what's cool is once you've flown through that, it actually changes the background, and it's like in a you're like deep within it now. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's, that's when you get to the hardest part of the level. Yes, this boss is the Shadow Dancer. Well, before you get to the Shadow Dancer, I want to just point out that spot where like all of the rocks or tiles from the ceiling come apart, and they oh yeah they sandwich you, and that part is so hard. Like if you don't have that super orb thing you got going on like it is really hard to get through <laughs> sure and the, yeah the final chunk i also had a lot of trouble because there's these set paths that get narrower and narrower and they're being uh guarded by these like robots that once you've mm. shot them they stop and block your path and they take a lot of oh, shots yeah. to destroy yeah yeah you gotta but keep... let's talk about this boss yes the boss shadow dancer is interesting where it is a big kind of four-legged spider Mm-hmm. And, and it, it enters from the left. Yes, it crawls in. So you have to like carefully fly under each leg mm-hmm. as it moves across. And then you get to get it on your right where you can shoot it. But there are two shadow dancers and they can both be on the screen at the same time. So it can get pretty hectic. Except for the fact that they don't shoot a single thing at you. Yes. So And, and uh, they're just relying on these those two little like uh, walker bots I, I talked about earlier. And if you've got missiles, then those things are dead. So No, this is a, a nice, it, it can seem intimidating at first, but it's another nice, easy boss. Oh, after the gauntlet, I was so happy that boss was so lame. Yes. And what is our next level? Well, it's the final level, my friend, and it is Bacterion's Lair. Sweet. And it is your classic inner zone that is the gross, organic. Well, I I love this level because... You know, it's it's an updated version of the first level of Life Force, kind of. Now you're yeah. inside. You know, it's it's got some very similar enemies where you have those like pustules that grow the arms that are like blue with the orange section to blow them up. And uh, yeah, and I could not figure out like sometimes I killed them real quick, sometimes I did not, and I could not figure out why. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. I I didn't have. It's like I was only shooting fully charged E shots. And there's always like five of them, so it's very strong. And it's like I don't know how much how many hits they took because it just blew through them. Now the hardest part of this level, uh, well, actually I take that back. The two hardest parts of this level for me was one, the matter that you have to shoot through that reforms behind you. Yeah, because it reforms way too fast and at a weird rate. Yes, I, I had I thought I would be able to just park my my ship and just go through with my rotating options and that energy those balls i was like oh this will just plow through it but no you no. have to be moving it's it doesn't give you enough time to just sit there so it's it's kind of tricky yeah the timing on it is like i would basically get to the point where it's like okay you have to have a an untouched stretch of it blow that away and then burn through it just like yeah. zoom on through otherwise yes. you're getting hit by it yep uh the other hard part of this level is the bubbles the bubbles that just an endless stream of bubbles are coming out of certain portions of the floor and ceiling. You got to avoid them. And they never stop. That's that's what it's, it's mm-hmm. really obnoxious about them. But if you make it through all this, you'll come to the final boss, Bacterion. And does he talk to you in English? Oh, I, I, I don't know. He says some words that are just like noises. I was like, is this supposed to be a thing I understand? Oh, I, I didn't know. It's it, This is a weird boss where it's another. Oh, it's so weird. A path that kind of just like dead ends and it's a human face with a giant head with like a brain inside that you can see. 
and the wall and the the floor and the ceiling is also made of like faces all melted together like with their mouths opening and closing yes it's pretty wild and you uh this boss opens its mouth and emits like these three energy, yeah three balls. balls yes and you avoid them while shooting it a, a few times and that's it it'll die it's i was so confused uh, <laughs> this is the easiest boss in the game it is and i thought it was a trap me too i was like well what's going to be behind it and the answer is the ending cutscene. Yeah, I was at least expecting a super fast, like, escape before it blows up. But it was like, no, you did it. <laughs> I And you know what? I was not mad. I was like, yeah. I, I, part of me was like, that's lame. The other part of me was like, thank you. I'm, yeah. I'm glad to be done here. I earned it. Uh, you do get to see the ship. What's it called? The MAX, the Modulated Artillery Exalter. Mm, well, you see it flying out of the explosion, but it's not totally unscathed. It's, it's been beat up a little bit. But it's still uh, kicking. Yeah, you zip through the whatever uh, solar system you're in, and then you get your staff credits. And at the very end, you get a presented by Konami. Yay. And then it just throws you straight back into the game after telling you how to get to uh, arcade mode. Yes. And then, yeah, you're just playing again right off the bat. Of course, that's exactly what you want to do. I know. I was like, oh. <laughs> only without any of your power ups. Yeah, it's like, wow, we got rid of those. This will speed the game up for you. It will. Here we are in the final portion of our show, the review portion. And of course, we use the classic Nintendo Power Review System that has four categories, each category a possible score from zero to five, starting with graphics and sound. Beat up. Uh, you know, I gave it a 3.5. Yeah. I mean, it's not bad in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. But no part of it, like, blew my mind. The bosses looked really cool. They have yeah. great design. But, you know, nothing was like doing anything I hadn't seen before. I feel you. I went with a 4.0 because I think this game has a awesome soundtrack. Everything looks good. And bosses are big and colorful, if not super original in their design, but they're fun. And and the music really pulled me through, at least. I didn't realize I was so nostalgic about it. So I, I got a shot of that, and I loved it. Fair enough. Missile. Next up is Play Control. And I was really torn. Uh, I gave it a 4.0 because it... It gives you uh, the option to remap your stuff. Mm -hmm. And there's really, it doesn't, there's not a lot more you could want to do. I mean, they give you a different button for everything or the same button. Yeah, yeah. I, I went with controls the, well. Yeah, I went with a 3.5 where I was like, it's simple but precise. I don't. Almost too precise. I mean, I guess I I, I just, it I couldn't go faster than I, I was set at usually. So yeah, yeah, same. I feel like there's yeah. more there for people that are the better than me. Absolutely. Laser. Following that is challenge factor. Oh, it's got to be 5.0. I also gave it the big 5.0 of, you know, I wrote my it's hard and it has all of the worst usual shmup setbacks of losing any kind of momentum when you've lost a life. Oh, it's so tough. And, you know, Life Force, even without the life code, you know, that is has such a more forgiving respawn thing that the Gradius series, like I didn't realize that was a series staple where, you know, I thought it was all life. I didn't realize Life Force was the outlier. Yeah. So it's like, ooh, it's, it's tough. It is really hard. And, you know, even with cheating and it like continues. I, there's a 30 life code, but it's not even worth it. Like, yeah, not it, with those re start restarting at the save points. Yeah, it, it doesn't really actually help. So, yeah, this is a tough one, but 
you know, if you could do it, I'm sure some people could on their own. Like, that's a real feather in your cap. Mm, for sure. Option. And then finally, we have theme and fun. I went with a 3.5. I gave it a 2.5. Uh, I said oh. it's kind of right down the middle. It's not bad, but it's not great. Yeah. It's just good. Uh, the Yeah, it's a, you know, and again, it is a very early Super Nintendo game. So, I you know. You know, I do kind of forgive it for the slowdown. In fact, mm-hmm. to the point that playing without it, I was like, I can't do this. <laughs> right. So, yeah, I don't I, I don't give any marks. The slowdown doesn't really bother me. It's just that I don't feel like I'm getting anything out of this. I wouldn't get out of playing the Nintendo versions, really. Yeah, for me, it's all about getting to choose your weapons layout. Like, it, it, I don't I know why, but it gives you this extra spice that I enjoyed enough to where even if levels are hard, I was at least like, well, maybe if I use a different weapon config i could get past this or i don't know uh, it, it's not much but it's it, i liked it Heal. so i ask at the end of every episode and i will until we continue to do this show yeah should you play this game it's really hard but i, I think it's worth a try cheat play around with all the weapons there's there's enough to screw around with i think for a See, little I while i said no nah Ooh. well okay because it's just as easy these days to find the arcade version and you're going to get the same set of you choosing your layout and stuff like that, except for you're going to be able to just keep pumping quarters in there and get better graphics. Yeah, but the, again, just continuing, I want that slowdown. Uh, it, I, I think it would be harder, and you need that cheat. I wouldn't want to play it without being able to power up my ship for free. Fair enough. Personally. but So I think that's something that at least the SNES version can offer that the arcade can't. In my world, there's just so many shoot 'em ups out there that this one just doesn't doesn't rise to the top or I even halfway up. Ooh. Next week's game will be a twofer. We're going Sega puzzle games. That's right. We'll be playing Clax and Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine. Those are both on Sega Genesis, right? They are indeed. Or the Mega Drive, depending on whence you are. Yeah, so find a copy of those games any way you can and play along, friends. That is right. And if you want to let us know what's your favorite Gradius 3 weapons layout, do you use the edit mode? We want to hear about it at cartridgecommand at gmail.com. Give us some tips help or you can let us know on facebook at cartridge command or the twitterverse at car command where we sometimes let you know when new shows drop but of course we must go out of our way at the end of every episode to thank those awesome kind and wonderful folks that give to us at patreon.com slash cartridge command it is their financial support that makes this show possible because we are just a couple of working class guys uh you know you may have noticed that some of these episodes have been a little sporadic here the past couple weeks we try (laughs) to keep it once a week so we'll we'll be doubling up don't worry but you know school starting Life's getting crazy. Manual oh, yeah. overtime. It's all that great. Manual overtime. Manual, forced overtime, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> uh, they make you work extra hours. They make me come in on days I'm not even available to work. But hey, when half your staff doesn't exist, you got to do what you got to do. Oof. Either Tis way, rough. it's all those cool people that give us a couple bucks a month. Yeah. That's what makes this show happen. Yes. You, know, you guys pay for our hosting fees, any equipment we need, all that stuff. And you give us that extra drive of knowing that there's not only people listening, the people that are supporting us making the show. Yes, it's flattering to the max. So if you don't give, consider doing so. Any amount, even a dollar helps out. And to all those that do, thank you all so very, very much. Amen. And as always, Cartridge Commandos. Game on!
do it. Excellent. You, you need the, uh, yeah, sorry, go ahead. 